Welcome to the God Focus Podcast, and today we are talking about wisdom and common sense in Proverbs chapter 3. And um, to start us off, MJ is going to give us a review from Proverbs chapter 2. Yeah, well, welcome everybody. What a glorious day. And last week we had a nice conversation with Bill and Yolanda and Sam and myself and just wanted to enjoy this topic of uh, Proverbs 3, but let's get into what Proverbs 2 highlights are. Uh, God is God is all knowledge, and God is basically always giving us these hidden treasures and looking for people that use that wisdom correctly uh, so that they can get the good fruit and be the good fruit and be guided for what the word says, because it protects us. And that's where we should go for our counsel. And anytime that we're also looking for human counsel, we should make sure that they are plugged in to what the Proverbs say and what God says. And that's how we're going to get the results. And that's what chapter two was all about. Uh, just staying on the right path and staying away from wicked people and you know, all the wisdom that Solomon brought us. So that's our recap for chapter two. Awesome. Thank you, MJ. So let's start reading in chapter three. I'm in the Daily Walk Bible. My son, never forget the things I've taught you. If you want a long and satisfying life, closely follow my instructions. Never tire of loyalty and kindness. Hold these virtues tightly. Write them deep within your heart. If you want favor with both God and man and a reputation for good judgment and common sense, then trust the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself in everything you do. Put God first and he will direct you and crown your efforts with success. That was verses one through six. I think that's a great place to start the discussion. Take it over, Sam. You're up. Well, you know, in this chapter, Solomon is encouraging us to embrace wisdom that he is teaching. Um, his wisdom is taught in a way of general advice. It's not an instruction book, or it, it, it could be that in the formal sense, but it's real life experiences that he suggests in, in this book. He teaches that wise living, though, doesn't guarantee a worry-free life, but that by following these principles, it is greatly uh, increasing one's chance of success. It is common sense that by obeying these instructions, peace and longevity can be enhanced within your life. Awesome. MJ, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, no, I was just kind of... You know, the, the seven points that I came across, well, actually, you know, you you got to the part where this is the two verses that hit me the hardest in this whole chapter were five and six, where, you know, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not onto your own understanding, but basically submit to him and he will keep your path straight. And I've heard that, you know, thousands of times, but, you know, when I was reading it for myself here this, uh, this week, I found myself 
really pulled into understanding and submitting and staying straight um, and not leaning on my own, you know, and letting him, because I, I get really up into my head too much on little silly things. And it's always because I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I, I'm trying to make sure that I don't uh, do something really stupid, you know? And <laughs> so I literally find myself getting to the point where I just need to get back into the Bible so that I can get myself, you know, thinking the right things and not overthinking things. And that, that two uh, verses really just speak to me immensely. So that, that, that's all. I've I've got seven things I pulled out of this chapter, so I'll let you go ahead and read some more. Well, one thing that's interesting about Solomon's use of the language is that it's alternating patterns, and it's sort of like, um, if you do this, then that will be the result. And so by his blending positive statements with negative statements, Solomon is presenting cycles of instructions and benefits and therefore, this is godly wisdom, placing God and his will first and foremost in your life. And this includes being willing to see God's discipline as a sign of love and not a reason to be upset. Yeah, I agree. Exactly, because there, there's there's some, you know, judgment in, in here, too. You know, it's not just all... Uh, uh, flowers and, and daffodils and stuff like that. So, all right, Ange, take it away. Um, well, what's interesting, you know, not all, you know, this, you said signs of love and how would you say, say that again, not all signs of love and. Yep. Signs of love. And therefore his statements are instructional and a sign of love they're not a reason to be upset. He's not yeah. trying to upset. He's trying to, it seems to me, push you to the point of just doing good with those opportunities presented you in life. Yeah, there you go. And and it's interesting how, you know, we can get, like, like MJ said, can get stuck in our head. And there's so many different ways we can sabotage ourselves. But, um, you know, in verse, let's see, what is it? Four, five, this is five. Um, where it says, trust in the Lord completely. <laughs> Don't ever trust yourself, period. You know, it's um, it's interesting how we can pray and, you know, and focus on an end result and like we're something that we want and we're asking God for. And then we get an answer. And then it's like, no, that's not what I was <laughs> to hear. And, and it's, being able to catch that, that that's what I've been doing this week. Just being able to catch that and realize, wait a minute, I asked. And when you ask, you know, not, not put attach all the outcomes and expectations to it because God surprises us and we have to trust him completely. Cause like he just, he gave me this week a curveball, and, and I had to really, you know, work through that. I'm like, wait a minute, I asked for this. It's definitely not what I, was thinking it might be and it's not getting tripped up in that um so trust the lord completely <laughs> it is he wants the best for us and then sometimes we get upset you know the whole the emotional thing and you know emotions you know it, it's all information that we 
um, as humans just need to learn to interpret for ourselves so that we can live our best lives. That's what God wants for us ultimately. So uh, keeping on with, uh, unless someone has something to add to that, I'm going to keep on with verse seven. We're in chapter three, verse seven. Don't be conceited, sure of your own wisdom. Instead, trust and reverence the Lord and turn your back on evil. When you do that, then you will be given renewed health and vitality. Those are words I use all the time. (laughs) Verse nine, honor the Lord by giving him the first part of all your income and he will fill your barns with wheat and barley and overflow your wine vats with the finest wines. So now we're getting into finances. Verse 11, young man, do not resent it when God chastens and corrects you for his punishment is proof of his love. Just as father punishes a son, he delights in to make him better. So the Lord corrects you. The man who knows right from wrong and has good judgment and common sense is happier than the man who is immensely rich. There's an exclamation mark there. For such wisdom is far more valuable than precious jewels. Nothing else compares to it. Wisdom gives, there's a list, a long good life, riches, honor, pleasure, peace. Um, I'll repeat that. That was verse 17. Wisdom gives a long good life, riches, honor, pleasure, peace. Verse 18, wisdom is a tree of life to those who eat her fruit. Happy is the man who keeps on eating it. The Lord's wisdom founded the earth. His understanding established all the universe in space. The deep fountains of the earth were broken open by his knowledge and the skies poured down rain. Oh my gosh, there's so much wisdom in here. And I'll just keep reading. Verse 21, have two goals. Wisdom, that is knowing and doing right. And common sense. Don't let them slip away for they fill you with living energy and bring you honor and respect. They keep you safe from defeat and disaster and from stumbling off the trail. With them on guard, you can sleep without fear. You need not be afraid of disaster or the plots of wicked men. For the Lord is with you. He protects you. Don't withhold repayment of your debts. Now we're back to finances. <laughs> Don't say some other time if you can only if you can pay now. Don't plot against your neighbor. He is trusting you. Don't get into needless fights. Don't envy violent men don't copy their ways for such men are an abomination to the Lord. He gives his friendship to the godly. The curse of God is on the wicked, but his blessing is upon the upright. The Lord mocks at muckers, but helps the humble. The wise are promoted to honor, but fools are promoted to shame. That concludes the reading of chapter three in Proverbs daily walk Bible. All right, Sam. Go for it. Well, again, these are more instructions in the latter part of the chapter uh, where he commands us to not delay in doing good for others, especially when doing good for others uh, when it, it is expected or owed. These verses acknowledge that the ungodly often seem to have success, but success of others is not to be envied. Even those who seem to prosper in their sin will eventually be held accountable to God. Those who are arrogant and foolish will one day be humiliated and disgraced. Those who submit to godly wisdom will be blessed. 
And I um, happened to write down seven things um, that I saw in this chapter. So I'll go through my little list here of, you know, Solomon, Solomon basically acquiring wisdom here um, that it, it adds years to your life, you know, was number a point number one that I, I pulled from these um, these verses here in chapter three. It adds years to your life. Number two, I wrote down, it brings riches, both in, in family and riches in finances, um, not just, you know, and then health too, riches in health. Um, because uh, number three is you sleep soundly. I, I like um, somewhere within the reading, I, I pulled this thing out of sleeping, sleeping soundly. Uh, number four was God will be there and always be your guide was number uh, four. Number five is turn away from evil, you know, because it is going to always tempt you. It, it, it'll rear its ugly head in so many different things that sometimes it's it's not even really that obvious. But after a while, when you think about it, it yeah, that's kind of evil. And so therefore, any evil you should turn away from. Uh, number six would be that basically he will not withhold goodness from you. You know, God is going to give you all the goodness he can. It's just, can you accept it and can you uh, walk in it and, and be good with it? And then lastly, uh, you inherit honor and inherit this honor thing is something that I I feel like I, I, I need to see that in my life and I need to see that wisdom. So I, uh, I pray for that all the time that I will uh, always be this, uh, this inheritance of honor. And so those are the seven points that I pulled out of this chapter. Go ahead. Awesome. Angie. There's so much wisdom in this whole book of Proverbs or the entire Bible, but um, gosh, just in the, the this chapter alone, there's just it's a it's a chapter on wisdom, a chapter on wisdom and common sense. If I had to put a subtitle over the whole thing, um, that's what this this whole chapter is about. And and again, God equips us with the wisdom. I mean, we're equipped with it. We just need to tune into it. <laughs> again, but where was that verse? five trust the lord completely don't ever trust yourself and um it's just that's an interesting relationship to and i should look at other versions of the bible i don't have them in front of me but it'd be fun to look at that in other versions um to see how they language that um but it's just god is with us all the time and we god just staying god focused it's so powerful. So powerful. Um, yeah, that's about all I've got. Anybody else have anything to, to wrap up with? Well, I was just going to say, you know, um, you know, we trust in the Lord. He leads us in right living. He invites us um, to be with him. And he's all we need. You know, uh, he smooths out everything that's awful. And he just points us out to saying work with godly people is what I keep feeling in some of the stuff I'm reading here. So that's my take. Yeah. Association is very 
critical um, being around people that can keep you uplifted, keep reminding you of God's love and wisdom and um, just keeping you on track for, you know, what it is that you want to accomplish in this world. And we're each here on our own individual missions and he's we're creators. He made us in his image. We can create whatever life we want. And, um, and it's just so interesting how we we're of this world where it's, it's easy to get into the complicated side of it all. So trust in the Lord completely. Don't ever trust yourself. Um, all right. I, I just encourage each of you to really work on that relationship. Like, what is it that you got out of chapter three that you can take into action this week? And, uh, you know, for me, it's, you know, just constantly working on that relationship with God. Like, oh, yeah, I, you know, that's you, Lord. <laughs> and that's, we're not supposed to, like, try to force the outcome into our way. It, you know, he's telling what we want and he'll make a way that we've got to be able to hear it and, and then act on it. It's just, it's all so simple. What do we want? What's the end result? Ask God for it and just emotionalize that. Stay on that, like stay focused on that. Don't get mixed up in all the other nonsense happening. Um, be okay where we are. Don't get over emotional when things are looking kind of crazy and then take that next obvious action step um, and don't judge it. Don't question it. Don't think twice. Just know that God has your back and he's making a way. And um, as long as you stay focused on that end result and um, stay God focused, stay God focused, everyone, all God's children yeah. said. Amen. 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 So if something's being said during this podcast that's really pulling at your heart right now and tugging at you right now, just say this little prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I repent of my sin. You died for me. And thank you for coming into my life. You are my Lord and Savior. And by saying that prayer, you're bringing him that much closer to you and just saying thank you for being there always with me, Lord. So I hope we've helped in some way. Jesus is always there for you. Just use that power. Thank you for listening to the God Focus Podcast. And if we've said something today that has helped, we do have two action steps you can do with our program. Number one is we have a prayer team. If you'd like us to pray for you, just email us at Podcast at gmail.com and we could put the prayer team on your situation secondly if you have the financial means to help us we are right now trying to improve the quality of the podcast with technology and editing if there's any situations you can help with us we have a custom program right now we're building for a custom membership and then we'll have membership packages down the road please email us at godfocusedpodcast at gmail.com and we can send you that information. Thank you for all your help and love through Jesus Christ and God bless you. Have a great week.